We are I. I heard an interesting perspective this morning, which also then becomes interesting itself. Since it's only 4.50 in the morning, it's like, where would you hear an interesting perspective? I think it was at like 4.20, 4.30 this morning. And I spend the first half an hour, 45 minutes of my morning combing through all these different information sources, you know, because I like to be able to get, you know, my news from you know, left and right-leaning centrist. So like, I, I kind of like a mix. I like, you know, local, international, national. I, I like the mix because, you know, this is my way of being able to form my opinion on these subjects. Now, I came across this perspective that I didn't really think about, but it was one of the most positive things that happened out of the pandemic. Well, there's actually two things that I thought of, you know, that were positive that came out of the pandemic from all of this. The first one being, it really, it allowed you to be able to understand not only who is in your life and the people around you, but just like, like how and why people are built the way that they're built. Now, you had a lot of spinoff categories out of these top three, but you know, you typically had the people who wholeheartedly wanted to invest in every single one of the narratives that they heard and just became entrenched in three masks, five boosters, fucking sit at home, isolated in their closet, you know, all of this wild, crazy shit. Then you had the people who did absolutely none of that, you know, and just boycotted every single bit of every mandate, every everything. And then you had the people in the middle, and that middle was quite a bit of a sliding scale of whether they got one shot and masks sometimes to, you know, three shots and never masks. There's just this huge sliding scale. Now, you had the people that it kind of looked, when you look at it a little bit deeper, you have the people who are gullible, and then you have people who will objectively look at things, and then you have the people who just boycott at every opportunity. Now, the gullible people are the people that I'm worried about because these are the people who have no real morals and ethics. They go through life just being guided by the wind. But when the wind gets strong, they can't lean forward, turn a shoulder in, pull their hood over their head, cinch in the drawstrings, and just forge forward. Because they don't have the strength. It takes a lot of strength to have morals and ethics. It takes a lot of strength as a human being to be able to lean into the wind. Especially when that wind is fierce. So the gullible people, the people who still to this day want to think fucking masks work. And this is what we see going on in Alberta schools here in Canada is that since the province won't mandate masks, The school board wants to take this and bestow this upon themselves. Like, who the fuck is the school board to mandate masks in schools for kids when this doesn't even affect them? 
And again, we know that none of these vaccines work. We know we need to live with it. And the worst part is, is that the one thing that I've noticed is that the people, no matter where they lived, the more that they abided by all of these mandated protocols, the sicker that all these people are with the most common everyday colds, flus, and viruses. Again, I resort back to myself as an example that I should be dead according to COVID standards and the people who are the most gullible and what they want to force me to believe in. But even to the everyday common cough and cold and virus, I'm out everywhere doing everything all the time, shaking a lot of hands, kissing a lot of cheeks, not worried, not scared about getting sick because that's always been a part of life right back to even when we had chicken pox parties for kids to 500 years ago to 1,000 years ago to 10,000 years ago. Getting sick is a, a part of life. And the more that people live by those protocols, the more that those families have just perpetuating sickness because their immune system has no way of prospering anymore. And again, these are, these are problems that we're now faced with. But the one thing is, is you clearly know who are the people around you now, which I love that. I love how people's personalities, their morals and ethics get exposed like, you know, the tablecloth got ripped underneath from out underneath them and all the glasses and the plates and the forks and the knives are still sitting on the table. The bones of them as a person are still sitting on the table, but their cloak got ripped off. I love seeing that because now I can see you. I can see you for all the things that you didn't want to expose before and you had to kind of hide and you had to selectively choose who you let those things out to be were the conversations you could get in with certain people. It's like you're standing now in front of me in the most naked way possible in regards to your morals and ethics and who you actually fundamentally are as a person. You're standing now there before me, before us, before society, before the world, and you have been exposed for what you want to believe in. Now, again, this exposure has happened on all sides. But the one thing that I do know is that the people who stayed in this lane of being like, no, I am not going to do this. They leaned into the wind. It's like those people, you can look back at them historically. They're like, no, this person's always been strong like this. This person has always been opinionated. This person has always spoke up for themselves. This person has always decided to decipher information for their own before just or instead of just ingesting it and that becoming the new wind to follow. So I love that. I absolutely love that because we've really seen this at a, a political level at the most highest is how just the willingness to be able to lie and manipulate. Because now we have, again, like this company saying that we've never even tested this to stop transmission, but you had government introducing policy saying that, it does. So who's lying? Who lied first? And then once they knew they were lying, like who keeps that lie alive? Well, that has been our politicians not willing to accept and admit that they were wrong. Like that, that's wild because that's our air quotes leadership at the highest level of not having any accountability. If you want to talk about people's opinions and morals and ethics that sway in the wind, it's politicians and this political elite class, which is insane. These are the people should that should be leaning into the wind the hardest. And they don't. They're the most weak. They're the most 
weak in every sense of the matter. Now, the other positive part that really came out of COVID that I never thought of before is that all of this became in people's faces, which is exactly what I'm talking about right now, is that if if everything that's supposed to happen right now is supposed to be happening, but the one thing I do know about life is that everything happens so gradually and people forget and forgive so easily that the tides can be changed slowly over the course of time. And I think a lot of people in positions of power realize this. But the one thing that COVID exposed in a very, very short period of time is all the bullshit that people didn't really want to see or could see, or they didn't realize how bad it was. And I'm one of these people. We all know that, you know, the political class is just fucking crazy the amount of corruption and the amount of dishonesty and the amount of backhanded shit that happens at the political level is wild. But now we've seen it even within the ranks of the different police forces. And this is what the Freedom Convoy exposed. And what you're seeing, you know, play out in these different commissions is just the amount of lying. Like it's exposed everything in such a public way. We would have never have got this opportunity before to see how we are being treated as the citizens of nations. Never. We would have never have got this opportunity, right down to Bill C-11 that's being introduced in Canada, to the disinformation committees that are being formed, you know, with inside, I think, Homeland Security in the United States. All of this stuff. This has all been a spinoff of COVID. This has all been a spinoff of, you know, us having the most transparency that we've ever had ever in our living lives. Like it's ripped the cloak off. It's ripped the mask off. It's ripped the costume off of everything that we thought was going on. Most of it was good and bad, but a lot of the real shady shit that we knew was happening, but we just kept turning a blind eye to it's been exposed and we never would have got this opportunity if it wasn't for the pandemic. But this leads us into right now is we have this choice of what we're going to do with this. What are we going to do with this? Because we can't just keep going on the way that we are and have been. We realize how horrible this is. We have to come to that conclusion that the path that we are on is not good at all. The pandemic has taught us this. So what are we going to do? Like, what are we going to do as the people of, you know, these municipalities, these provinces and states of these nations, of these, you know, collectives of these, you know, groups of individuals amongst the world living in different places, the world via social media? Like, what are we going to do now? Because we realize the system that we're living in is very, very, very broken. And we have this opportunity to, to metastasize into something different we have this opportunity to take this as a metamorphosis into the next stage of life for the better and this sure as the fuck isn't this social credit system one world government economic forum shit where you will own nothing and you will be happy because again this always comes down to you know what a lot of people are talking about well if i own nothing and you own nothing who owns it because somebody does And that's bad. You want to talk about 
social communism and you know social Marxism at the highest, most fundamental level, well, that's getting the whole world to buy in. And that's a, what a lot of these dictators have tried to do over the course of the world, but there's always been pushback. The problem is now is all the people who are doing the pushback are now the ones who are emphasizing and promoting this system. But we have an opportunity that's been exposed. Who knew about the World Economic Forum and the One World Government before COVID? I didn't. Think how many millions of people, probably tens of millions of people, know the, the organization, the World Economic Forum now because of COVID. And if COVID didn't happen and the pandemic didn't happen, we wouldn't have. We wouldn't realize how many of our leaders buy into this shit. We wouldn't realize that a social credit system and a digital currency that's controlled by governments that can actually legitimately turn your money on and off, and they talk about it openly in public. Like, they're not hiding anything. Like, this isn't some, you know, secret meeting of elites. Like, they actually fly from all over the world to house televised conferences where you can watch this shit. And this is the way their world is heading. So this is the greatest gift. This is the greatest gift that the pandemic had. And again, we always fall back on everything happens for a reason. Well, the reason was so that we could open up our eyes to say, is this the, is this the trajectory we really want to be on? Because there's a big part of that, that side of me that stood up and said, I don't think any of what's going on right now is right. Firmly believes that none of that is right. Because one thing that I do want to own is my little piece of something. And I want to decide what that is. I don't want to not own nothing and be happy about it because somebody in, you know, some European country who's leading all this shit and owning everything gets to decide what I have. Like, like that's not cool to me. If I want to buy a bunch of meat because I'm on a meat-based diet, I don't want my money being cut off because I've overspent my 10% of my annual budget on meat already by January and I still have 11 and a half months out of the year to go because this is what they said it's going to do to be able to produce the carbon footprint because they've labeled red meat as you know a part of the problem of the carbon footprint. So this digital currency can actually affect your grocery spending which is insane, but something they publicly talk about. This is not Blake sitting here with a conspiracy theory. This is what they actually have said. So that kind of social manipulation should worry everybody. Everybody. So, huh, 5.04 a.m. There's a lot on the mind to sift through. There's a lot of files to sift through, but the one thing that I realize that I love the most in life is when my eyes are forced wide open. So I don't know what this means for you, but I know what it means for me. But I would love to hear and understand all of your thoughts from everybody on what you actually think about where this has led us. Has this all been for the good? Has it all been for the bad? And what do you think your What's your definition? Maybe this is the question of the day. What is your definition, the good that has come out of the pandemic? 